I'll be back in just a second. Okay. No, Nick, we definitely have two minutes. Okay. I don't want to hear that. Can you hear me, Nick? Because I have said a lot. Yeah. No, we definitely have people who listen uh, who um, in passing through various uh, modes of my personal social media will make a comment. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to listen. Like my uh, response is always like, you don't have to download it. I mean, my response would be, I understand. No, mine is don't listen, but keep those downloads coming. And what do I call those people? <laughs> I call those people TB fools. <clears throat> Passive listeners. Yeah. Look, it's fine. Download it and then don't listen. And then don't listen. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Episode 139 of the Through Being Cool podcast. Informed, concise, not really. 139. Night Riders, Night Book and Boys. Unite. Get in here. Witness, Witness us. us. This is going to be a speed round episode because I accidentally committed myself to do something I don't want to do. So, yeah. Okay. Let me, let me take that back because I know the people involved in today's activities listen to the show. It's not that I don't want to hang out with you guys. It's not that I don't want to see you. It's just that I don't care about Major League Soccer at all. <laughs> so I'm going to the game to see my friends. That's it. But I don't know that I'll be enthralled by the day, the afternoon's activities. I, I, think, I think a lot of people understand that just because you don't want to hang out doesn't mean you don't want to hang out with them it's that you don't want to have to leave the house or talk to anyone right i talk about this with my therapist where she says you can't complain about your friends not inviting you to places if you never go to the places that they invite you to and i said you're not paying attention i'm not upset they don't invite me to places <laughs> i was like you're taking the wrong you're taking the wrong part out of what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm, I'm trying to be a better friend, but I don't know that I'm willing to set aside my own selfishness of having to do things I don't want to do to be in the presence of my friends. And then I she's think like, it's well, okay to just appreciate people from a distance. Yeah. Right I go to a museum. I don't need to hop on top of the dinosaur bones to be like, I'm now I'm having a good time. I can just look at it and be like, there it is. Yeah. Look at us all enjoying it. Good job. Good job, dinosaur bones. What? Yeah. Thanks I want for that. Being it. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Good job, what? dinosaur bones. Thanks for being a Tristan. That's all you gotta. You can just appreciate each other. I'm putting that in the in the group chat so we don't forget it. Good job. Are you already recording? Like, did, did you already start? Bones. Oh yeah, dude. We already started. I'm gonna have to edit out all your racial slurs. Thank you for the two extra minutes. Hey man, you're welcome. I don't know that I have two extra minutes because I got a hard stop at 11.15 because I'm being a good friend, Tristan. To who? Uh, uh, my boys, Dito, Drew, and Jeremy, and then some of Jeremy's friends who I don't know if they'll remember me. And I don't remember if we have beef or not, so that'll be quite the afternoon. Well, if you don't remember, then you don't. Uh, that's where I'm coming from. Also, I'm 40. I ain't got time for beefs. But those you're are Clark's. I'm almost Love beef. But I'll tell you what about some Clarksville kids. They got some beef still with the, with your old boy here. Damn, dog. That still? 
Yeah, dude. What did you do? What didn't I do or say? I was not good in Clarksville. (laughs) I was not good. I was not like. I was not a good boy. No, from the ages of like 13 to like when I moved at like 21, like I made a lot of enemies. Did you know that in high school, a kid put out a hit list and I was number three on it? You got to up those numbers. Here's the thing. I never talked to that guy, but I was friends with Drew and Drew was number two. So that was just mm-hmm. enough to get to, to help me get the list. You know, it's sometimes it's just who you know, right, boys? Mm-hmm. Good job, That's dinosaur right. bones. It's not, <laughs> it's not about who you know. It's All right. So where do we start? How you play the game. What do you guys want to do? I've been playing Stardew Valley and holy shit. That's all I want to do. Go go in, go in, King. So when I was in, I think like uh, maybe second grade, third grade, I got Harvest Moon for Game Boy, regular ass Game Boy, and I fucking loved it. I don't know if you guys have ever played it. But I I always get that mixed up with Chrono Cross, and those are two completely different games. <laughs> they really are. I love the idea of pretending to farm. Um, but I never really like cared for I, I, I looked at, but I never really enjoyed like the what is it like Animal Crossing and Farmville and all that shit. I, I just didn't <laughs> like the aesthetics of it. People so love this, Animal Crossing, and I'm a firm believer that if it hadn't come out in the pandemic, no one give a shit because that game is seriously just. I think it's like Minecraft. I think it's kind of how you test how much autism you have. For like every hour <laughs> you play it, is like half a percentage of autism you have. That's funny. Because it's just like, why are you doing this? Because you're told to. So you have to. I mean, it's been a popular franchise for a long time. Animalville? Well, autism's not new, Tristan. The pandemic is, and that was your point of reference. Is the pandemic new, or have we been living through it our whole goddamn lives? No, it was it was pretty new, like 2020 new. Who's to say? Every, <laughs> I mean, everybody, really. Good job, dinosaur bones. So, so I, I always loved Harvest Moon, um, and I started replaying it on, uh, on my hacked DS, and I found out that this guy created basically for for his his uh computer uh what's it called like programming portfolio started recreating the entire game and uh and then realized he just wanted to add to it all the shit that he wished harvest moon had and uh five bucks in the app store so and people are fucking nuts about it and so i downloaded it and i see why they're crazy about it it is it's a literally literally like an identical game uh and it's got the same like uh 16-bit aesthetics but you know what i love about this nick but they add a ton of shit to it that it's the game's been out for like four years and i love that you're finding it now and still loving it i love that because that's that's total nick is like this has been out for a while and you're just like coming around like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen <laughs> i mean i just started replaying a 20 year old game too so <laughs> you, you guys heard about this small indie company called marvel it is pretty whew, they've only Never got a couple of, of movies but they are oh is that that uh them funny jew books right <clears throat>
I could do this all goddamn day. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, it was so so he did he did just recently release a lot of updates to it, which I guess is why people are uh, uh, talking about it again. I've never played it. Sell me on it. Uh, you know, <sighs> sell me this valley. Do do you enjoy like collecting type games or um, like games where you where there's a little bit of creativity where you it's it's a sandbox game for sure. I a lost dirt box game actually. <laughs> I lost flower bed game. <laughs> I lost freshman year to the original version of The Sims. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, there's technically a goal, but it's a it's a soft goal. You see a, the cat trying a, to unplug the internet? That's what the cat's the cat trying to unplug the internet. She just wants you to get cat. get to your uh, get to your boys earlier. She wants me to. Play. <laughs> she wants me to play with her. Oh yeah. Uh, Patrick is holding up a. Uh, Fishing. A fishing pole with a, a, a little furry worm at the end of it. Little furry worm for the cat. Um, for those Sorry. of you who are yeah. listening, for those of you who are watching, how are you doing that? It could be. Uh, he's, guys, uh, he's, he's just let me do it. that. He's no, I'm I'm doing this. We're playing. I mean, how are you able to do that? By by just dangling it. No, I'm the, I'm the only. I'm the only other person that's that's watching, but. We could change well, that. I gotta say, oh. you're doing great. Good job, dinosaur bones. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm I'm gonna do you, do I'm gonna like tell a cozy him, game genre. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell myself here in just a second, but uh, we can probably all agree that it's kind of like those kind of mundane tasks. It's kind of like thoroughly, meticulously organizing all of your trash when you don't have recycling, and you just throw it all away anyway. Like it's just, it's it's a use of time, it is, and it can be engaging, but it's kind of pointless. Well, uh, I mean, all video games are. Yes, it's, um, it's yeah, no less pointless than any other video game. If you could shut the fuck up and let me finish my point. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Whoa! Hey, easy, <laughs> easy, boy! Uh, Come on now, easy, dinosaur bones, dude. That's a bad job, dinosaur bones. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um. I know you're bullshit. I don't want to hear it. Death Stranding is exactly the same way. It's it is very uh, mundane, and you are literally a delivery driver. Dude, but Nick, what you should play Death Stranding. What is it? It, it? It's a your delivery driver, and you are also the uh, the Comcast technician hooking up everybody's internet. And there's ghosts. And you have what? a bell, and you carry around a baby in a fanny pack. That yeah, like it sounds like it would nightmare. be. It sounds like it would be exactly for you, actually. The more I think about it, and there's monster energy drinks in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, Nick, this it's like you, they went into your brain. <laughs> you, you haven't named anything that I don't love. Except you, for the baby thing. There's Asians in it. No thanks. That's that's oh. you, Patrick. No thanks. Conan O'Brien's in it. Conan O'Brien is in it. Romo uh, Del Toro's in it. Mads Mickelson's in it. But uh yeah, Norman Reedus is a, is a delivery driver 
one of the last delivery drivers. And you also have to watch out for roving bands of bad delivery drivers. They have like little camps and they try to steal your packages. Yeah, man. So this is all real. This is all yeah, real. We're not yet. I watched like I watched like a guy play for like three hours and he was like a diehard Hideo Kojima guy. And I was watching him play it and like 90 minutes in he goes, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was so just it's, it's the movie The Postman, but with the internet. Yeah. So I mean that that's what I was that's the point I was getting to is that yeah, it's all kind of those kind of games are all kind of pointless. However, uh the the farming ones never got to me. The postal delivery one did so i get it don't um, you pee a lot in this game you do you can pee you have a pee meter uh nothing bad happens if you don't pee but these you also called, nick these are all true things that's not true though well nothing bad happens in the game if you don't pee that would break my immersion yeah but if, you, if, if you don't <clears throat> pee your eyes start to float around in your head <laughs> but then if you the the more that you do pee you uh you grow a mushroom on the ground. <laughs> what? Yeah. And the more you pee, the bigger the mushroom is. Can you eat the mushroom and go to space go to the spirit world? No, no. It uh or you, you eat the mushroom or you eat the world eat the mushroom and find out you've been in the spirit world the whole time. And then I think you can <gasps> see, I think you can see other people's pee mushrooms too. And you the spirit their, world is the real world. No, you could pee on their mushroom and make it more, like make it bigger. And, and you they can they come pee back pee. and be like, whose pee is this? And then you also you also poop in it. You can go poop. And, you have a poop meter? Uh, you don't have a poop meter, but you get tools later on to fight the ghosts, and you can have poop bombs. I don't think that the guys who made this game know how pee works, because poop is what mushrooms grow out of. Pee, that's pee. Yeah, man. All right. And see, this is what happens when when creative when people who are like considered creative geniuses go unchecked. You realize that like, no, the fruits of their of their creation does have is it has to have someone else involved to like kind of shepherd it along. Because if you just let uh, a person just go for fucking broke, this is what you get death stranding, which is not always a good thing. I love peeing and pooping. <laughs> if we got the game for you. I love delivering. Internet. You, you don't dislike ghosts. I I love ghosts. You're not a fan of roving bands. Of roving bandits. bands. Of bandits. Of, of bandits. No, I don't love bandits. Well, I never have. Never have loved a bandit. I don't want to. I don't want to so, blow your load for you, but I don't like bandits. It's a bold I choice. Uh, well, roving bands of uh, bad delivery driver bandits. Now, when you they, say bad, are they like fumbling around like, where are we going? Or are they like bad No, guys? they're they're like the evil reflection of you. Like they're the, well, not, liter not literally you. Oh, they're your foil? Yeah, they're they're the, uh, what, DHL to your UPS? I, I don't know. Man. Oh, so they'll show up right before you close and give everybody their paychecks, but they can't go to the bank on time to deposit them? That's what DHL does. I heard that's exactly what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Man, when I worked at the Dollar Tree as a manager, that's right. That's the thing I did. Uh, DHL would always show up at like 5.30 on Fridays and I would be sitting in the lobby like having like employees be so fucking mad at me because at the point at the time, Dollar Tree didn't offer direct deposit. So you had to come get your check. And so they come get their check on Friday. Banks were already closed. They'd be sitting on their checks till Monday. Such a weird thing how, uh, you know, it, even in the time that I was working, direct deposit was not a given. But it was 2000 five that is weird 
It was the only job I could find that would let me work Monday through Thursday, 10 hours. And then I could just get every fucking weekend off. If I was still getting physical checks, I'd lose my goddamn mind. Now you can just take a picture of them and, and do it online. I like take pictures of other online. people's That's checks to see what would happen. <laughs> did you get them? No. They give you the money? No, I did it as a joke with one of Emily's checks. I took a picture of it and tried to did deposit it. you go to jail it. for a little bit? No, but they did um, They did message me and say they think there's an error and they locked my account because I the deposit. Her check was not for this total, but I put that it was for a million dollars. Just they, to uh, see what would happen. Did they say, we think that you might be a, a band of roving well, bandits. So here's what I was trying to do is mm-hmm. I got a bank here just in case, right? Because my in normal bank house. is, no, in my apartment. It's the Bank of Pat. Uh, I keep a million dollars. I keep it. I keep it here. <laughs> Stashed away. No, I, uh, so I still have that bank in Bowling Green. That's because all my direct deposit and bills are just tied to that. And it's just banks are all on the internet anyway. So who cares where your actual brick and mortar bank is? But I wanted to have one here just in case I was in a pinch and needed to deposit money and needed it right away. So I opened up a bank and I put like uh, a couple hundred in it just to have it there or whatever. And kind of serve. did like open a, up your own bank. Yes, to kind of serve as like, let's call them legions. And I was, uh, had it just as like a pseudo savings account bank type thing where I just like throw money in there here and there just to have it there. Mm. And I started noticing that I was getting charged every month for not having like $500 in there. So I was just kind of like, so I called them and tried to explain to them how I don't think it makes any sense for you to charge me to hold your money when technically if I went there and took out all my money, you're not obligated to give it to me because that's how banks work. Um, and uh, they were like, well, uh, we have a new banking system here where we charge $5 a month for any checking under this. And I was like, well, I you know, argued with them while I signed up for the free banking. You didn't tell me this. I'd like to close my account. She's like, well, you need to come in here. And I was like, it's the pandemic. I'm not going in there. Mm-hmm. So I tried to get my bank account closed by pulling out all the money out of an ATM and then depositing fake million dollar checks. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, they didn't. Cl- they locked it. They didn't close it. So now I just have a locked account with Legion's bank with nothing tied to it, and I'm no longer getting charged five dollars a month. But they won't let me close it because I have to go into the the bank to do it. Oh my god! So they're spending lots of uh, manpower to send me messages because <laughs> I just so you have, you have no... a fake one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so you have what no fuck. No money and a bunch of fees, I guess. No, no, no more fees. No, because they locked the account, so I'm not getting any more fees. Oh, okay. Well, then so I win. Yeah. And it was like the check was like, let's just say the check was for $200. It was like a refund check that Emily got. But I took a picture of it. You know, like you're supposed to type in the total. I typed in a million dollars. Yeah, just some light fraud. That's oh, not that's fraud. Fuck, is yes, it, is, it just, is. I mean, oh, it's, shit. it's, it's <laughs> literally fraud. I it's literally it bank just, fraud. What the I fuck are you talking I about? It's just a goof. Yeah, just a light. <laughs> just a light fraud is a goof. And oh man, specific- Emily's name was like clearly on that check with like her address. And everything. Are you serious though? That's Tristan. That's- if I said, give me an example, give me a clear cut example of fraud. Could you think of a better example than that? Than fake forging a check for no, a no, million? I for- no, I didn't. That, forge that's the check. a forgery. The check had like a sum on it. You were submitting just- it as real. You were forging the check. I wasn't forging. I just took a picture of it. 
and with my with the with the app that they have. Patrick. And then when it said total, I paid a million dollars. That's fraud. That is. You oh, might man. go to jail. Uh, what are you gonna do? You know. <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll play this in my trial. I'd like, and they'll be like, "Your Honor, clearly he thought it was a goof." I mean, you until now, anyway, you could at least write off the digital one as a typo since you typed it in. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's fraud. Oh, uh, dude, this is also like a year and a half ago. It's a year and a half old fraud. Ah, uh, man, what if they're building a case against me? I mean, they take their time. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with so you not funny. contacting them. I love this. Uh, but I'm also shit. never using that card, so it doesn't look like I'm trying to get away with using money. It's just like, whatever. I thought it was a goofy. It just looks like it got too hot and you backed off. Got too funny. Hmm. Yeah, they don't usually. They're not interested in reasonability. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, I, I'd like to. I'd like to put down. I'd like to recite what he wrote in his. Uh, when we asked him about his crime, he said, "I don't know, man. I thought it was a goof." <laughs> or uh, when asked to come into the bank to close it, he went, "Fuck that. There's a pandemic." And then he went on to say, unless you don't think there is, you know, because you're from Alabama. Can you define a goof? Uh, yeah, mean, a goof is when you do something for a laugh. Do you think this is do you think this is funny? Absolutely. I mean, you'd just be going to prison. I mean, it's fine. I'm not gonna go to prison, Tristan. Lots in this in this scenario, prison. if you were in front of the court. Admitting that you tried attempted to defraud a bank for a million dollars. I wasn't trying to defraud a bank. I was just I wasn't there was no way they were gonna give me the million dollars. I'm okay. saying in this situation what I would, where you what are I was, in a courtroom. No, here's here's what I would say. I tried multiple times on recorded calls to close this account, and I was told repeatedly that I had to come in to close it in person. That's not true. There's a there's a form to fill out on the internet, which I filled out multiple times that no one ever got back to me and continued to let my account get charged $5 a month. So what I did is I did something hoping that they would close my account and just save us all the trouble. So I did that. If anything, this is me putting a magnifying glass on how corrupt your system is. The judicial system is not the same as the financial banking system. It is to me, a bunch of white fucks honky ass money grubbers telling me that i can't fake a million dollars then you then you get contempt what if they go after emily because it's her name on the check yeah that's what i was about to say i'll be all right she'll be okay she's built for prison say what i said she's built for prison say what she's not built to dunk she's five one dog they're gonna ruin her in there oh dunk yeah not dump no no she's not too short to dump (laughs) <laughs> no one is I'll say a lot of things about her but I'll never tell her she's too short to dump man you guys want to get into this big country thing <laughs> <laughs> let's do it how okay so yesterday or not yesterday a couple of days ago I encountered uh, I was at a bookstore and I was killing some time and I was sitting in an aisle looking at uh, trying to find some Bigfoot books I wasn't familiar with and um no luck, by the way. Uh, and then in their alternate, they have a section of that place called alternate history, which I was like, thought would be like, um, 
you know, like alien and stuff. Cause it's usually where it's at. And it wasn't, it was a bunch of Philip K. Dick books, which it, it is. Oh. So counts. Well, it's um, better than like Holocaust question mark. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, that, cause that yeah, it wasn't anything like that. No, that um, is the kind of alternate history that seems to be going around these days. No, it wasn't like that. Um, and I started hearing this song and I was standing in the aisle and I was like, surely this song isn't as ass backwards and thrown together, but somehow catchy as shit. So, so I'm, 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 I must be standing in the aisle weird. And I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing some reverb off the bookcases or the, or the speaker system in the store sucks. So like, I kind of tried to remember like key uh, parts of the song so I could go look it up when I got home. So that's what I did. I, I went home and I, I looked up what lyrics I could remember. And the only lyrics I could remember were big country. So I looked up, I went to YouTube and I put in big country song. And after I sifted through all of the weird Alan Jackson and uh, Dwight Yoakam that I suggested, I found the song in a big country by the band big country big country. That's the eighties for you. Uh, what is that old thing? The song? Um, oh, fuck. What is it? Uh, Bad Company by the band Bad Company off the album Bad Company. Um, they're, uh, so I went home and I listened to that In a Big Country song. <clears throat> gave it a real headphones listen. And I listened to it like five times in a row because nothing about the song compositionally, that's a word, or arrangement wise makes any goddamn sense. But I'll be, I'll be hog swallowed if it's not the catchiest song I've ever heard in my goddamn it life. It slaps. It <laughs> rules so hard. So what I did is I sent it to Nick and Tristan yesterday, and I was like, hey, you guys, check this out. And me and Nick looked at it, trying to listen to it, trying to figure out how this song works. Nick started sending me isolated drum and guitar tracks, and I started watching live videos because I was like, surely they can't pull this off live. Guess what? They can. Um, and then... Tristan, which uh, don't take this the wrong way, you saying that you had heard that song. I'm a big music guy. Love music. <clears throat> so Tristan, you having heard that song was very surprising to me because you are such a big music guy. I'm like, where in your music listening? Do you have time to listen to that song? Uh, I had no idea. I'd never heard that song before until a couple of days ago. So me and Nick were trying to like dissect the song and figure it out. We kind of we we thought we had we thought we were figuring it out. So I went and started hitting up like my guitar friends and people I know from bands and being like, "Hey, have you ever heard this song?" And about ninety percent of the people that got back to me were like, "I've never heard this song. The song rules." And then I followed up with, "Does this song make any sense to you?" And most of the people were like, "No, not at all. Nothing about this makes any sense." Um, and and then I posted it in the music chat at work with a bunch of guitar guys of like, "Hey." you guys familiar with this? And then like, maybe like five minutes after sending it to him, this dude comes in with like a complete breakdown of like where the verse lies, where the chorus lies. And then I went and listened to it and I was like, okay, he's right. He figured it out. Turns out that guy went to like Berkeley. So he knows his shit and can figure that stuff out. Like, he has a different brain than I do for that. Um, so I posted on Instagram that like, Hey, I'm trying to figure this song out. Can anybody help me out? And I got some responses to some friends, but uh, a response I did not expect to get. Um, <laughs> this is where it takes a turn into an only Pat story. Uh, and I'm gonna leave out for, I'm gonna leave out some details because I don't want to incriminate anybody. So the band Big Country, 
who wrote the song in a big country, but I am the, I am a big country fan right now. I'm huge. I love it. I'm all over it. You're, I've been, you're a big, big country fan. I'm a big, big country fan. I've been listening to it nonstop. Uh, I can't get over the album. I think it's incredible. Um, someone hits me up on Instagram. Uh, 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 I want to say a friend of a friend, but I'm not gonna say that. She's a friend, a friend uh, of the family, a uh, friend of the family, friend of the Tat family. Um, she messaged me and she tells me, Hey, this, the band, big country, huh? Uh, the salon I used to work at, the owner was married to the lead singer of big country. And I'm like, I was like, first off blown away by that. Then she goes on to tell me that, uh, the lead singer of big country, uh, hanged himself in Hawaii, which just ruined my day. But then I just thought about it like, yep, this is this is how this is how this is the logical end for this story for me to become obsessed with something and then somehow find out that I'm not too far removed from it. And then just to have a cloud fall right on top of everything. And so strange. Then you looked it up and confirmed that it actually all was. Oh, no, no. She sent me the art. She sent. Oh, she said. Okay, gotcha. I was going to say, I, I have no reason to doubt her. Well, yeah, no, I, I was just following up and saying that there was due diligence done on it. Oh, yeah, she's confirmed. Yeah, she sent a couple different screen caps from articles uh, running down the scenario. So, man, that is, it's so strange. It's just such a that's so weird, right? It, it's there, really it's really bizarre that we got so enthralled in that only to find out that we're one person removed from all from big country man i guess it's really a small country i was gonna say it's a small world in big country too late what'd you say too late yeah you beat me <laughs> to it buddy <laughs> i don't want to bore you guys i just thought that was a fucking crazy like how does that happen no that's really bizarre um and i just i know of the song just because like that that was music that i was primed to like just 80s music so. yeah yeah I, I played it for emily and she goes when did this come out i was like when do you think it came out <laughs> and she goes this is one of those things where I, she goes i'm gonna uh, uh, 80s and i was like okay and she goes but it sounds like it could come out today and i was like yeah it does yeah definitely because they fucking rip everything that's old is new again it really is man <clears throat> 20 year cycle I saw a girl wearing acid wash jeans with ankle cuffs, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. I kicked her out of my house because she was breaking in. She, she have that tall ass jeans, like, uh, like 90s, 90s tall ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a topic we talked about on Laser Brain was 90s tall ass. I know, but and now those shits are cool. Mm-hmm. They have been for a minute. I mean, I guess, man. Anything's better than women wearing uh, feathers in their hair. There's a 20-year fashion cycle I've been made aware of from some TikToks I stumbled across <laughs> about fashion. Man, you need a segment called Nick Knox. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you uh, do love your TikToks. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was really funny. Um, this gal that's uh, <clears throat> like a fashion designer and whatever, but she... Uh, she was pointing out how how strange it is that the the shit that we used to make fun of 
is now popular again. Oh yeah, and I mean, so I'm hanging out for low rise jeans, five years. Mark my words. The Dude world started is showing a, off pube again. The world is a giant Taco Bell. You've only got so many ingredients. Eventually. <laughs> It's all going to loop around. Keep going. I got to pee. <laughs> it's all going to loop back around and we're going to have the same, the same Mexican pizza that Taco Bell has. You can only comb your denim so many ways, right? Well, I mean, like what? In late 90s, 2000, it was like uh, bell bottoms were kind of back for a while, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, they transitioned to boot cuts, mm-hmm. which is interesting because typically like fashion tends to go from like subtle to severe and it kind of worked its way backwards right yeah and what then we had uh, there there, i mean there's a lot that i missed i'm sure because i don't keep up with fashion but i know Do you remember the big chunky belts yeah yeah with like the giant leather circles everybody's dressing like an art teacher now like a heavyweight fucking wwf champion i'm the champion of bad outfits uh like a fucking uh, nwo belt gauchos were a thing that came back because those right gaucho pants gaucho marks like the like the skorts it's hard to tell if those are in fashion or if there's just a bunch of presbyterians in emily's neighborhood I think yeah. aren't, aren't gauchos like the it's been so long but like uh aren't those like the they're kind of like billowy at the bottom but they're also billowy towards the top too like they're yeah, just I like think long pants they're they're similar to skorts and yeah I totally I I saw those yeah gauchos yeah gauchos I was gonna say Nick skorts. you probably see this stuff before I do because you're in a college town yeah <clears throat> There's not and a lot of they are right here. not flattering for <laughs> anyone, but neither are those fucking tall ass jeans. And Oof. I mean, I've tried no. to I've tried to calm down and like not be so critical about shit that doesn't affect me. In uh, Lynn, how are we going to do a show in my yeah. older years? What are we going to do? Because my uh, the aspect of the show that I contribute to is to poo poo on you all. Well, you do. Don't you poo-poo on you? I'm I'm the counterbalance for that. Like that's my that's my function. Uh, but I don't know. I I never. I just I never thought that gouges look cool. Uh, and what do they have now? Uh, I don't rompers? think I know what we're talking about. Yeah, they're they're not flattering to the human figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just not. If you like them, that's cool. It's just, I, they just yeah, seem, it's seems fine. Weird. I mean, there's nothing unethical about them, but they're just—they're <laughs> just not flattering to the human figure unless you like being shaped like a box. And then, yeah, the the rompers. Who said rompers? Yeah, that's Oof. that's what I was leading because those are just like one pieces, right? Like one pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you could be. Gotta take exactly. off my entire uh, outfit to take a piss. Dude. They are some socks away from a fucking footy onesie. Yeah, from, yeah onesie, kids' pajamas. And they don't even have dinosaurs on them. Good job, dinosaur bones. They don't even have Supermans on. They only have fucking fake capes sewn Superman. into the neck. I had one of those. 
Who would? Who didn't? I had Batman one. It wasn't sewn in. It uh, it had Velcro. Mine did. So your oh, kid no, my, didn't get strangled. I guess. Well, I think my mom sewed mine in just for that purpose. Like, <laughs> you beggar. Maybe, maybe the boy will hang himself. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's too soon. Too soon. Big country, dog. <laughs> When when was that? When, when <gasps> uh, let me look it up. Shoot. Three days. Your boy was rocking a onesie. Oh God, funsies <laughs> more like it. With the cape uh, sewn in, and that's what happened. He was Batman the whole time. Got to cut that cape out. Oh wait, so is this like a David Carradine thing? Like he was, <gasps> maybe. I, I actually, it? yeah, just. I was like, I'm it. Superman, y'all. Two thousand one. He died in two thousand one. Damn. Yep. That's a RIP big country. Do you think he was just trying to copy Ian Curtis, one of his contemporaries? I I've tried Joy Division a handful of times. It's come I on like Joy Division. it's come on shuffle, and I'm like, what? Like every time it comes on, I'm like, what is this? Is this what I think it is? And I listen to it, and I'm like, I I don't know. Is there like camps, right? Are there people who like like Joy Division and like the Cure? And they just never cross because I feel like that might be. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't know much about. Do you listen? Do you guys listen to No Dogs in Space? I have. I did. I think I listened to the Misfits series. They did. It is awesome. But they did one on Joy Division and it was. Uh, it was pretty fascinating. Isn't he Wiggle Dance? He's the guy who does the Wiggle Dance on right. I don't remember. It was a podcast, so I didn't get to see him oh, dancing. I meant I meant Ian Curtis. You think you don't ever called him Ian Scortis? For sure. Happened. Or yeah, Ian Coitus. Oh, that's even better. P and Coitus. Come on, Tristan, reel us in. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys have got to go because I've 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 got nothing to contribute oh. to music stuff. <laughs> oh god do you like have you ever listened to joy division tristan you hung out with theater kids tristan you it's, heard it. it's like it's 80s because i don't shit, 80s I, new wave i don't know but maybe uh you know that song uh love will tear us apart again do 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 love will tear us apart uh, i know yeah, you've yeah, heard yeah, it. yeah 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 yeah, it's been in like commercials. And oh, stuff. so yeah, that that's not the cure then. Yeah. Never tried on pants in a store you're probably too old to be buying them from. No, no, they played in there. Okay, I'll take. But they word. were a a punk band, and they were all like uh, they were punkers from the punk scene, <laughs> and and they, from uh, punk satani. They were. Oh, there it is. Yeah, they uh, started a new wave band, and uh, it was great. Is it just wave now? Mm-hmm. Do you guys see that one go over the fences? <laughs> you guys see that one leave the park? It landed. It, it, it's, it hit a car. <laughs> that one is gone. We're not getting that one back, fellas. Round those bases, Tristan. That's, that's the most I can contribute to music stuff. Although, yes, I have heard that You song. say that, and then you've done three consistent hit, like heaters. <laughs> After you shit on not being able to contribute, you just like, you cleared the bases, Tristan. I'm going to keep these baseball analogies going. The game's over. Everybody's going home. Bring in the pennant. You won it. Tristan, have you ever listened to Talking Heads? Yes. Do you like them? Yeah. I mean, I haven't, 
I've never like listened to their full discography or anything, but uh, everything that I've heard, I have enjoyed, which is weird because I really, everything about me would just, like lead me to believe that I wouldn't hate just spoken word albums and stuff. But They're I weird I, as shit, right? Yeah. But, but I, I, when I've heard them in the past, I never really, never really cared for it didn't hate it but just never really cared for it and for some reason when i started watching like interviews with uh david byrne and realizing how fucking weird he is and then found out that he it's was not diagnosed as yeah he's, he was diagnosed with autism uh i went back and re-listened to it um and i don't know it just it clicked and i i really started enjoying them nice especially that that song that's like yeah, that's where like, they that's where they would lose. We're underwater like, with the weird ones. The weird <laughs> This is not ones. my this is not my beautiful house. This is not my that one. Well, I really like that. Uh same as it ever was. Like I like that. Yeah, song. that's that one. Okay. Same yeah. as it ever was. Right. But then there's those other ones where it's just kind of like this seems like some real self-congratulatory weirdness that I just can't. Psycho killer. Yeah, they they draw you in a psycho killer once in a lifetime, but then you got to stay for all the other. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. I mean, it's not bad. It's just one of those where like, I get why people really enjoy this, but it's just, it's it, when I, I like the hits, you know what I mean? If they're one of those bands like, I like the hits. I've never dug into the catalog. Mm-hmm. It's, where, it's good. I like it. It's so strange. Emily's recently gotten into the velvet underground and I think I'm going to break. Oh up yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to break up with her. What? Is, is that the, you don't like it? That's the straw. Hate it. Okay. I, I I always Heroine. Liked, I liked some of the Heroine. hits. Like they're catchy songs and they're they're kind of a foundation for a lot of a lot of punk. But how? I never I, don't see I never that. I don't see that at all. I don't hear I never it. I like really it. listened to it. Uh and then when after I listened to No Dogs in Space, I went back and and re-listened to it and i really enjoyed it and was able to appreciate it we were in a, a, a parking structure and we couldn't get out um so we were actually trapped and then she started playing the velvet underground and i thought i was going to cry with how mad i was getting <laughs> when it got to the song heroin heroin <clears throat> i was I, I didn't say anything because her dad was in the car but when we got back to like her house, I was like, hey, you know how like we have like these weird like one-off rules in our relationship where it's just kind of like, hey, there's the thing you did. Please, it really bothered me. Please don't do it again. And like sometimes we let it fester and then it becomes like we have an argument about something, but we're really arguing about that one thing. She's like, yeah. And I was like, do not ever play the Velvet Underground in my presence ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, how long were you stewing on that? And I was like, well, the entire album uh, and then the entire ride back. And now 40, you can't go back. And I was like, and the 45 minutes we've been sitting here where I've tried to be like, you know, maybe there's something redeeming about it. But then I just go back to that heroin. Now you can't give it a fair shake. I can't. Um, well, then we don't, there's no reason for us to discuss it. You're right. There's not. You know what, Leonard Cohen? Uh, good, good. I'm good. I'm good on you. Is he a dead person? I'm assuming so. Uh, Leonard Cohen's a different guy. No, it's not. Huh? He's the Velvet Underground guy. No. Pretty sure. No, Leonard Cohen's the guy that's Google saying it. Hallelujah. Yeah. G- give it a good. 
Give it's it a, a different goog. musical Jew. Give it a goog. Give it a goog. <laughs> Leonard Cohen's Velvet Underground. I'm pretty certain of it. Wait, you didn't do the pause. Was I right? Huh? Was I right? No, you're wrong. I told you you're wrong. But we didn't do the we didn't do the pause whenever I said something racial. Oh, we'll do the pause here. I like how you're looking it up as if he didn't just look it up. As in you don't believe him. Leonard Cohen sang Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that that does sound familiar to me. Okay. He's the guy that sings like me. Uh, Apologies. Except for on key. Hey, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry, Nick. You're right. Leonard Cohen's yeah, Lou, Lou Reed. Lou Reed. That's right. More like yeah. Boo Reed. You suck. Uh, I feel like I got on Lou base Reed, with that one. Lou Reed is prolific. Um, Go on. He is not. Okay, he's a he's he is not a great lyricist. He is a good songwriter, and he is okay. It, it, did you guys watch that that documentary about the the Beatles Metallica? that uh, Peter What's His Fuck did? Peter Jackson recently with that with the reef with the found footage I, that was in a vault. I want to, but nobody's described it in a way that makes it interesting. I've never liked the Beatles. Oh, it's not. It's not interesting. It's not. It's not really that interesting. It's if you're if you're interested in their dynamic. Basically, those guys said I've never enjoyed the Beatles, but watching them was really fascinating because you know what it's like to be in a band and to make music with it. it really, it's just collaborating with anyone. Yes. It's a group project, right? Everybody knows what that's like. Right with now. the Beatles, it, it was just them sitting around and like, let's find something to do while Paul McCartney just bees a genius. Really? Yes. While he bees a genius. The guy it, is a fucking genius. Someone, Seriously. Someone described it as uh, you get to watch three dudes. Uh, 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 you get to see two dudes who are insanely who won. Okay. You get to watch two dudes humor two other guys and yeah. two of the, and, he, and the description was, and also, and of those two guys, only one of those guys really has any, any leg to stand on when it comes to humoring anyone. McCartney so what they said is, is like, a it's, fucking genius. it's pretty much John Lennon and Paul McCartney humoring George Harrison and Ringo. It's like, okay, whatever. And then Paul McCartney, like crushing it. And then everyone just in hindsight realizing that, hey, you guys should probably start paying attention to George Harrison. Yeah. And Ringo's like, I wrote a song about an octopus. And everybody's like, that's cool, Ringo. And he's like, oh, I made the drums. I'm the luckiest drummer in the world. Y'all want to talk about a tank engine? I know the future. But George, George Harrison is uh, he he seems quite satisfied to just sit there and watch Paul McCartney be a genius. Like he doesn't seem to have a problem with it. Hey and those Paul checks cash dog. That motherfucker wrote Helter Skelter, which is like the first metal metal song in history. I, I never, I never liked the Beatles, but, oh. and I still don't, I still don't love, I, I still don't really like them besides the song Helter Skelter, but I gotta say watching their dynamic was really fascinating. And Paul McCartney is a fucking pop music genius the guy is a savant there's like wesley who i think listens huge on george harrison huge and would like play really? like george yeah and like would play like george harrison albums like in the back when i would like 
be hanging out and shit. And it was always like, I like this, but I would never sit down and listen to this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't mind that it's on and I, and I find some, there is something I'm enjoying us listening to this, but it's not something that I'm going to like put on in the car, like at the house. But it's one of those things where like, this is great compared to like some of the other fucking nonsense I have to listen to this place. So it was always like refreshing when it came on. I was like, okay, this is, there, there's something to this. This guy's a talented dude. He's not just riding the coattails of, of having been in the Beatles. He could probably have done this without the Beatles. I mean, it sure it helped, you know what I mean? But yeah. I think eventually he would have become like a music, a, a famous musician. But yeah, man, you're right. Like, say what you want about like the Beatles, baby. McCartney's got hits. Like, <laughs> I was really they, impressed. They're definitely prolific and uh, definitely led to better things. Yeah. Um, what was it? Seven years? They did all that music in seven years. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I just never cared for it. Never. Yeah. That's that's still strange. It's kind of strange to me that that's still a very unpopular opinion. You would think that like it, the contemporary take would be it's popular to shit on them, but it, no, they're still really really popular. No, it's not. It's the fucking it's the nonsense of like we have to like something because it's been around for fucking ever. Horse shit. Just like people still want to fucking say Nirvana is good. They're not. Move along. Like, or the doors. Or the good lord. What was that Moshe Kasher joke? The first step in being an adult is realizing uh, the doors suck and Jim Morrison's an asshole. Yeah, admitting <laughs> that the doors suck. That's, uh, I guess that's probably why I don't like music is because I don't like most things. And that's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, because I don't like, I don't like grunge as a genre. Yeah, so. I don't either, man. I think like Alice in Chains, I think is, I've tried. I've tried so many times because all my friends are like, you like heavy guitars. Just listen to Alice in Chains. And I'm like, I try to. And then that dude comes in with a, yeah, 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 yeah. Come the rooster. And I'm like, I can't get past that, man. Um, <laughs> he ain't gonna die. It's like, fucking, well, actually, you will because you suck and you're on heroin and you're <laughs> annoying. <laughs> all right. So this is something I don't like to talk about what other podcasts do too much, but there's a podcast called Worst Possible Timeline. And uh, they spent an entire episode just reading the YouTube comments on Alice in Chains YouTube videos. My God, if they're not the saddest one paragraph stories you've ever heard in your entire life. The song is about Vietnam, right? Right. But there are people who will be like, me and my dad used to listen to this when he would let me uh, stand up in the back of his truck with my arms out. And I'll never forget the day my dog died. R.I.P. Pappy. Yeah, yeah, man. Dark, saddest one-line stories. Yeah, I don't mind Soundgarden, but that's just because they have fast songs. For sale, none of those other bands shoes. have Never fast worn. songs. <laughs> I, all I know of Soundgarden is Black Hole Sun, and I'm I'm cool with that song. I like that song. Oh awesome, man, Spoonman rips. Is that Soundgarden? Too? Yeah, man. It's a Guitar Hero song. I figured you might know it. Uh, Fucking Spoonman from the Soundgarden videos. <laughs> Puerto Rican chicks with their pussies hanging out. What is that from? Eastbound and down. That's right. Sounds like a great party, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys watched Kids in the Hall yet? No. no. God. Not yet. I'm a gunner. Oh, man. You guys are killing me with that. It's so good. You haven't even watched the last episode of the show that you wanted to watch. I know. I keep forgetting. I don't know how we talked about it. Two I know, I know. And we're going to talk about it next week. We're going to talk about Moon Knight and Dr. Strange next week. But this week, can we talk about Batman for the last 20 minutes? Yeah, that's exactly what you said last week. Hey, 
give the list. That's what you call. That's what you call leaving some on the on the hook. <laughs> that's why you did it. Yep. Golly, Spence. you gotta leave a little worm out there. You know what I mean? A real man. <laughs> It's not, it's, not, it's not a no, it's not. <laughs> Leave a little worm out there. You know gotta hang mean? a little, got a little worm hang. Uh, dude, I've been trying to, I've been pushing cake in your pocket every chance I get. <laughs> it's weird how it's not taking off. It is gonna, I gave Emily's dad 20 bucks for like whatever the other day for like, I don't know, food or a parking thing, whatever. I was like, hey man, here, here, just like, hey, here, here here because he went to go like go get snacks or some shit the thing we were at and i was like hey take this please and he were goes what like, i was thanks like for being the dad and i was like here man just, i was like no you, use this and he goes what did, no. did you do this were you like <laughs> yeah with just the one that you I had. lick your thumb um, and and i was like here man just i was like here pay for it with this he goes no 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 i was like no 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 it's fine it's fine he goes no i got it i was like well then just put some cake in your pocket <laughs> which was probably confusing since he was buying snacks <laughs> I would have thought you were being literal. Oh shit, he did come back with a funnel cake. Did he? Yeah. I don't know how was it in his pocket? You you don't Yeah, he had it tucked into his back pocket rolled up. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, it looked like he sat in bird shit with all the white powder. I was calling him shitty booty Steve. <laughs> it's one of those that's one of those foods that is just one ingredient, uh, but I I still like them. Oh, dude. Funnel cake. What are you, what are you talking about? It's two ingredients. I mean, I'm, in terms of the batter, it's just fried batter. I know, man, but dude, I'll put one away. I, I don't think I've ever had a funnel cake. Have you, how have you never had like a funnel cake? I mean, you're from the South-ish. I don't know. I mean, what do you mean, ish? Kentucky's, Kentucky? Kentucky's not really the South, man. Come on. It's We're below the, the Mason south. Dixon line. It's it's still it's still kind of the south. That's why I said ish. Ish. Culturally. Appala- culturally. Appalachia. It's culturally the south. Dude. Never have funnel cake. I, I don't I don't think I have. I don't miss it out, man. It's like a I've donut. had pancakes. It's not the no. same. Is pancakes funnel cake? Nope. Tristan, uh, describe a funnel cake for the man. I've had birthday cake. Let's go uh, through all the cakes you've had. I got time. <laughs> That's my favorite cake, actually, is birthday cake. Yo, Maybe. real quick, cheat code, put a zebra cake in the freezer for 30 minutes, then eat it. You're welcome. Cheat code? Yeah. Cheat code, put a zebra cake in the freezer for 30 minutes, then eat it. You're fucking welcome. Is that you trying to put a spin on life hack? Nope. It's just a... Cheat code. Cheat code. <laughs> cheat code, cheat code, or an ice cream that cake. Ma- and then it makes that makes me irrationally angry. And cheat code, <laughs> does it really? Because c- it's just what, why? Could, because life hack has become such a stupid term because it it encompasses so many things now. Did you hear me say life hack? No, you said. But then you code. decided to put a spin on the term and mm. create cheat code. Cheat code, cheat code to a tasty snack. Yeah. What about what about blood code? No, I no. mean that gets... blood codes. Are, you only do that at Kumite. What what is what is Kumite from? Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport. <laughs> uh, such a good movie. Yeah, they did a. How did this get made on it? Is I it? love, dude. I it's not good, but I fucking love it. I I've watched blood. I watch Bloodsport all the fucking time. Um, it's yeah. a background movie for me for sure. 
Okay, we're back on track. Explain funnel cake to, to Nick. It, it's just batter that's sprinkled, like squirted into a deep fryer. It's just like literally in like a, uh, a condiment squirter and it's squirted out into the uh, frying pan or the deep I fryer. I am familiar with it. Like I've seen it at fairs and stuff before, but I, I just don't, I don't think I've ever had it. It's, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like a plate full of donut string. Mm-hmm. And they cover it in powdered sugar and you eat it. To disguise the fact that you're just eating fried batter. Yeah. And like, there, I think there's a general rule. like you're not allowed to sit down and eat a funnel cake because I've never seen that before. You have oh. to be eating it while you're walking around. It's a think, mobile snack. I think you're just saying that because generally there are affairs and carnivals and stuff. And most mostly people are walking around at those. That's, that's how I observe the situation, Tristan. Uh, do you have to have on a tank top and be missing some of your back teeth? No. but Considering that I've had one, no. You don't have to do that. <laughs> no, but, but is, you, it, is, it, is it suggested? No. But you do have to have tickets in your pocket because you're Tristan, trying to buy Tristan, buddy, yes and here. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know Tristan's role in the show. He knows his role in the show. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to fulfill my role. No, mm. but uh, I think it, you like a funnel cake or like a turkey leg. <sighs> I like a turkey leg, but I, they, they I don't, don't generally think I've sell ever those. Had a funnel cake. They don't really sell those in the same shack. Generally. Yeah, you gotta get you get your you get your fucking turkey leg. You gnaw on that for a little bit. You're all greased up. You want some sweet treats. Uh-oh, what do you know? What's that? That's the funnel cake stand. I'm going to get that. What's over to my left? Lemonade. Huh. Huh. What? Now, see, the, the funnel cake stand, well, that they will probably have lemonade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were talking about, like, another shack. No, 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 no. You get your turkey leg, right? You get your protein. You're rolling around. You're like, okay, this is good, but I need something because I feel like I might crash a little bit. Better get this funnel cake in with this powdered sugar. Also, I need to hydrate. You know, I'm a hydration fiend. Let me get this lemonade. No, no. See, so you need a you need a slushy. Dude, yeah. I can't. That's too much, man. That's too much. <laughs> a funnel cake and a slushy. What are you yeah. trying to do, man? Then you go to the Have guy a good who guesses time. your weight, <laughs> and you feel bad about that funnel cake. Then you take a weird sugar shit, and you feel gross the rest of the fucking day. Then <laughs> you but spend four, spend forty dollars throwing darts at balloons. Yeah, and then you might meet your dad. You you <laughs> son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Now think about that, Dad. I want to see that, Dad. Tristan's never met that dad. Stardew Valley. It's funnier than it is mean. (laughs) I think. <laughs> Tristan, I'm sorry for. Yeah, I don't think you get to decide. I can I can edit that out if that was too far. <laughs> no, and, and I apologize if it if it was. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I, I don't have a point of reference, so no. It's, okay. It's, well, I always tell you. I, I think this. it's fine. I've I, always told you this. I have a dad. It's not all it's cut out to be. So I don't have a point of reference. Because <laughs> I, I don't. have how would I know? I, don't I was know. trying to go over that. I was trying to go. I was trying to make no one else heard to say that. I was that trying was to talk slow, right over him when he said that. That was a slow burn. Oh, <laughs> well, as someone with a point of reference, it's it's you're, you didn't miss much. 
Justin goes for quality over quantity. Man. All right, we got 10 minutes. You guys want to talk about Batman? <laughs> sure. I don't think I've ever heard of Batman. No, you saw it. What'd you think? Because you're you not a comic Batman guy. at a fair. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's, cake. it's next to the pulled pork Sammies. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. I, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Um, it was cool. I like the idea of, of startup Batman. Um, I did not like that one of the lines from, uh, Zoe Kravitz character was, we're not so different. You and I, that made me think, cause the whole time I was thinking like, is the writing good or bad? And whenever she said that, I was like, oh, fuck. The, the scene where he fell, I thought was really funny. Um, it felt out of place in the movie, mm-hmm. but I, I really had, I've had time to like kind of think this over. Uh, and what the, the conclusion I've come to is I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> is that helpful? No, that's kind of Tristan, you go. I, I mean, I was just going to say, overall, I enjoyed the movie. There enjoyed are things, <clears throat> once you start, like, digging into it and, like, thinking critically about it and just critiquing it, it gets, there are a lot more threads to pull out that I think are frustrating and mm-hmm. just unsatisfying. Right. Um, but generally, I enjoyed it. Um, I he I I kind of appreciate but also think it's an interesting choice to show how how you know he he is uh not a good bat batman he's not he's, good at batman he's 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 not yeah yeah he is not he is not good at batman uh just yet although I'm wondering I'm wondering if that particular Batman is ever going to be very good because it seemed like his backstory was that he was trained by Alfred and not like the the general Batman mythos of like he actually got trained by people. Uh, well, I mean, that's different storylines adopting that he's Alfred trained him. I mean, that's kind of like the, the Gotham television show stuff is that like Alfred trained him, but he did go off for a little bit and then come back. Okay, but it's surprisingly is- good show. If you're if you like kind of campy but kind of serious, like just you want like a Gotham PD show, it's it's good. What's that? I Gotham? can never. I I uh, didn't really strike me, but um, I don't know. It just it, it was it was weird that like sometimes he would just uh, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to, to pin it down, but it it was very interesting the choices that they made with the character Batman. Um, and also he's, he's not a very good detective. So I, I it's in, it's cool to see like a early Batman, like not quite established. Although so, some of that shit I think is kind of inexcusable. Cause like the first, one of the first things I thought of, of the rat with wings was a bat. That's, that's just a bat. Yeah. Um, even though that wasn't the clue that they he was trying to leave, but like, um, 
I thought that I thought that the Riddler was actually really good. I enjoyed him as the Riddler. Jim Carrey. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about Batman Forever, right? Was his name Paul Dano or whatever? Paul, Paul Dano. Yeah. Paul Dano. You want to see a great Paul Dano role uh, performance? The movie Prisoners with Hugh Jackman. Fucking tight butthole movie, man. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Does that mean tense? Yeah. The whole movie, you're like, whoa, fucker. This is all. This is rough. It's great, though. I love it. Dennis Valianu, the guy, or Villeneu. I'm terrible at saying his name. He did Arrival. Oh, yes. He did Arrival and Dune. Yes, that is good. Um, I thought I thought that him, nah, him trying like trying to emulate Batman was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a neat thing. Although, again, like digging into it, it's a very odd choice to have uh, your main villain be a, a streamer. And is it i mean it given it, what happened last weekend no in terms of like you have you have a follower of 50 people and yeah. it's here's the thing like they he had i can't remember how many it was it was it was a relatively small right uh small viewer count uh or subscriber count or whatever when he sent sent out the notification to show up um and and get batman and everything i counted the number of of duplicates of like mimics Mm -hmm. there were at least like 30 percent of that group there right you can't get 30 percent of a turnout for anything yeah i don't care what it's for the fact that there were like the the like there was a significant representation of that group there after one invite is bullshit you can't you can't get that as someone Um, who's booked plenty of shows you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) Um, although yeah you you are correct that uh i wouldn't i don't know if i would classify that guy as a streamer he did stream that that's Mm, that's a whole other topic yeah i don't don't, it's i don't want to get into that just bums me out i can't i don't it's one of those things where like the more i hear the more i read about the more i'm like yeah fucking doomed um yes fucking stupid uh i i didn't okay so here when i first saw the batman emily's like how'd you feel about it because she knows that like when it comes to superheroes like dc stuff like batman is like top tier my guy my entire life batman i have a very low bar for batman movies i just want to see batman be batman if you're in a batman movie you're doing batman things that's a good batman movie that's why i hate dark knight rises it's a good gotham movie it's a horrible Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batman, I was like, the more I think about it, kind of like with you, Nick, and, and I think Tristan, you said this as well, the more I think about it, the more I'm picking things apart. And I don't think that's fair um, because there are there is things about it that I, that I did enjoy. I did like the suit. I think the reveal of the Riddler in like the first 30 seconds, that reveal is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Where like you see the guy step into frame and he's there mm-hmm. for a few seconds and he steps out of frame and the Riddler's behind him. That fucking ruled. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it, my biggest complaint, and this is so lame, but <clears throat> the first movie of a franchise doesn't need to be three hours long. Go fuck yourself. It was very- no fucking reason for that. Um, and so like 
I don't think that it was bad. I think it was fine. There were like, like when Nick said, like, is this written poorly? There were a few lines where I'm just kind of like, someone should have caught that and edited that out. Like when the Riddler says, do you know how long I've been looking for Batman? The answer to that is two years because they show us that at the beginning of the movie where it says Batman year two in his journal. So he's only been Batman for two years. So yeah, he couldn't have been looking for him longer than two years. Um, now, if you want to take the, the turn of like, he's looking for Bruce Wayne, then, then okay, we'll let that, you can have that. Um, another part that fell apart for me was when uh, Catwoman goes up to John Turturro's character, Falcone, and goes, dad. And he turns around and goes, yeah. And then she explains that she's his daughter. That he, bothered me a lot. That confused me. Because she, because he didn't go, huh? He goes, I yeah. thought I must have been missing something. No, like that, that. Go back and watch the scene where she like reveals. Uh, I'll have to watch that again because yeah. I I wasn't confused by that at all. He he was supposed to have not known that that was, was he, his. Was that's how she made it out. She makes her character makes it seem like he doesn't know. I thought that that her character was making it out to be that she that it was intended he, the, to be a secret. He did know. He knew her mom. He didn't know he was her dad. That's what I drew from Falcone's character. Is like he knew her mom, did not know he was her dad. That's she what I that, thought too. Yeah, that, she so knew that confused. he was her dad. Yeah, I'll have to um, rewatch it. Yeah, and then this. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I could be wrong. <clears throat> I remember very clearly the penguin grabbing the machine gun and yelling, "I'll spray paint your ass." I don't remember that at all. Okay. That really bothered me. If that happened, that really bothered me. I mean, I, I don't remember. Sometimes I'll remember a specific line of dialogue, yeah. but generally no. I, I, it's, it's, it was, it, to me, it was like, it was fine. It was fine. It was I, fine. I, had, I didn't like it, but it was fine. I had two, uh, two issues. One of them kind of major in terms of critique. And then one of them is just something that I felt like would have made a lot more sense if they did. The, the the major critique that I have is they there are this movie makes a specific conceited or concerted effort to dive into how bad Gotham is and the corrupt underbelly and there's all these indications throughout the entire movie about how the system is beyond repair because it's corrupt from the highest levels uh, on down to, you know, the, the small, the, like the small fishes. And they don't analyze any of that. Like, um, I, I can't generally fault Batman stuff for not diving into subtextual stuff about systemic problems like oh tristan that's that we talked about this that whole movie is batman being told what's happening he does no detective work he no goes yeah, to different sure. scenes and someone there goes hey batman here's what's going on and he's like okay but then but there are some people who who like like catwoman and everything who do have a better idea because they've had to live that life and right. live in those circumstances but systemic issues are never ever actually addressed and generally for batman stuff that that's fine batman goes around finding bad guys and everything that's but the whole like arc of the the uh, nolan films is like him coming back and being like this is fox i'm gonna unfuck it or mm -hmm. i'm gonna fuck it till it's dead but it's weird that like there are a couple of parts that like specifically reference uh like 
ruling classes and like race discrepancies and all that kind of stuff and then it never actually gets addressed the only like the reason i fault the movie for that is because it makes such a big deal out of bringing it up oh how I thought the same thing life. like why mention it right yeah because it's hard to like get into like batman doing batman stuff but it's like based on everything that was already said before this doesn't actually do anything to fix the situation it doesn't even it doesn't even address the situation yeah, the presence of batman does nothing to curb that batman's now just trying to find the riddler so why did you address all this other stuff that he's supposed to be concerned with if you're not going to give him a chance to get involved in it right and the the way that i feel like you could fix that uh or could have avoided that is if you had gone into the second point of contention i have and that is it would have been the perfect opportunity to hint at the court of owls because that would have explained so much of like why it's so persistent of with the amount of like imagery that's taken from that Snyder Capullo run, like the way the motorcycle is, the way the suit looks, like all the imagery they borrowed from that, that like that run specifically. To me, like there's no way they don't at least mention Court of Owls, right? And they like keep hinting at this history of like Gotham being tainted or whatever, and that Bruce's family is involved and all that stuff. And it's just like, just hint reference court of owls and then you don't have to explain the systemic issues because it's just court of owls it's not There's real a, it's not the real world issues it's it's court of owls the court of owls is setting every they want they, they need this turmoil they need all that going on so they can right. they can be the ruling class aka like ruling family that kind of stuff there's a really good run um by sean sean it's either sean murphy or sean gordon um i want to say sean gordon um called batman white knight and it is about the, 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 in this, in this comic universe, in that run of Batman, the true history of the Waynes. And it is awesome because it also involves one of my favorite Batman characters, uh, Azrael. Oh, um, nice. And it's fucking rad. It's almost like that whole, that whole Sean Gordon run is pretty much like Batman Judge Dredd. And it rips. Um, it's so fucking good. Um, cool. All right. So we're at, we're at about 1115. I have to go. Um, where are you going? I gotta go to a fucking soccer game. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. like in, like to watch like in person. I'm gonna go. My so my friend Jeremy lives in Huntsville, and I've been hanging out with him recently. Um, and he has season tickets to Nashville. And Drew and Dito were going, so he's like, "Hey, do you want to go? I know you don't like the MLS, but will you come hang out?" And I was like, "I'll come hang out, man." So I'm gonna go meet Jeremy. They're gonna tailgate party before the game, and then we're gonna watch the game. That I think I'm the DD coming back. So. I got to drive someone else's car, which is, fuck, do I hate that? Uh, that's probably what I'm most anxious about. I hate driving other people's cars. I hate it. I hate, I hate, I hate it so much. It makes me very nervous. Um, so I'm going to get out of here. I love you boys. Uh, the fuck your fence campaign is in full swing. Keep those emails coming. We've got a couple. We'll, I'll dive into that next week. Cause there've been some developments. I sent T dog and Nick pictures of that fence is it as horrific as I described? Yeah, it's insane. It's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, guys, let's do this. Nick, let's play us out, buddy. Night Riders and Boogum Boys, unite and witness us. Born ugly, raised stupid, we give you permission. Ten years of casting. Dreaming about detectives Learning about 
giving worse advice Talking shit about shit that everyone likes Cause we are 